is it so inconsistent? Construction is hard. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. We're on uh, second of our pillar. So this session, we've been talking about this workforce management program, right? And for those of you that have been tuning in and enjoying these, hopefully, uh, you've seen we're going to be going through this concept of workforce management. It's a very con uh, it's a very complex and rather robust concept, but everyone has this idea of what it means. We've begun to break down what all it entails and how to truly build a sustainable uh, workforce management practice across your organization, across every job. We just spoke about forecasting uh, in our last series or our last episode and how, well, we do it on some jobs, not on others, right? Today, we're going to be talking about our next pillar, uh, probably the most undervalued of all of them, uh, roster, rostering, roster, whatever you want to call it. This next pillar is very much about where and how do we consolidate the list of our people and what makes them unique, how we best utilize them, what their experiences, certifications, et cetera. We'll get more into it. But Again, for those of you that are moving through this series with us, uh, this second pillar out of six, they are symbiotic. So we spoke about last time forecasting, how forecasting is truly two different concepts that are typically clumped into one, and it's not a good thing, but we helped break those out. Forecasting is really comprised of project labor planning on every job and how those identifying those needs across every job and then accruing or summarizing or rolling them up, totaling them up into a organizational forecast. And thus we have now, what are the commitments of the future needs against all of our people? Well, if we think of these pillars as symbiotic, this roster pillar really comes into play when we get into this idea of, all right, I've identified these needs. I have my workforce now. How do I go about determining not just who's available maybe, but who's the best fit? Where do I go to find the list of my people? When I ask, who is your workforce? What is your workforce? Where do you go to see the list of your people? And as we jump into today's episode, right out front, we need to get ahead of the roster is not about HR. The roster is not your payroll. It's not about the admin side of the house. The roster is about an operational list. It's operations place to consolidate and create a workup of all of our people and, and how, again, we best utilize them, how we develop them, et cetera. We'll talk more about that in a second, but I want to throw it over to you. I've been rambling already. Well, you're right in, in that rostering really is utilized by the ops people, the, the labor assigners. But you gather information from all the other elements. You get it from HR. You get it from the ERP. You start bringing all this information in together into the roster. And by doing so and collecting all this data, you've developed a, um, a very powerful tool that, that can help you select the right person for the right job. You can see their individual skill sets and all the information you really need to, to access in order to manage your labor efficiently is right there in each individual's baseball card, so to speak. And, and that right there brings up a great point too. This pillars that we're talking about that we're going to go through, one of them is information. And part of that pillar of information is having this information tied together and integrated or synced up. But this roster is a great example. It's not about HR and payroll, but a lot of it comes from right. HR, payroll, other safety, other areas of the business. But it's those are the ingredients. We get the individual ingredients for the roster from other areas of the business, and they come together in operations to really uh, bake the cake. And, and that's why it really exists is because we're trying to give ops the full compiled list of the details of our people, all the baseball cards, which we'll talk about more here in a second, but all the baseball cards on 
when I go about trying to decide who goes where, where do I go to look, what information do I have at my disposal to assess or to consider when I'm making these decisions. And so roster, the roster and scheduling, those two really end up, as you'll see in our next episode, these really start to live hand in hand when you have the roster built out fully. When you don't, you're just going off memory and you end up picking the five or 10 names. And those guys play musical chairs and they're getting shuffled and pulled over. And uh, the roster can help us really determine who is truly the best fit as well as considering availability and such and like the, that. And the information that we're pulling over is in real time and it is the most current. Yes. For an example, people move. They get a new address. We don't want to have to go into our workforce management platform and change their physical address. We want that to come from the ERP, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, a lot of things change with each individual on a daily basis that we, we don't want to be chasing around. I want to know what their phone number is today. So when I send them a text message, I know they're going to get it. And it's very little maintenance when, when you integrate it like that into your rostering system. Takes a load off, off of your operations people too. In our last episode, we talked about how a lot of our operational leaders or highly experienced operational personnel will get caught in spreadsheet hell, or they're a slave to the job board. And they're spending all their time trying to update the magnets with the different little cert indicators or writing in the new training dates, et cetera. Or, you know, they're trying to call over and they're just stuck on the phone trying to wait for the safety guy to tell them, hey, is this guy actually up to date on his stuff? And this goes back to, again, when you have a tool fit to this workforce management task, these people are alleviated of that burden because the tool is made to bring the information across accurately, timely, as well as to provide the ability and the control for your people to add in and complete the roster, give the roster more meat and color, but in a controlled method. Well, so your data teams are also comfortable with it. Right. You have control. That's a good way of putting it. Nothing can be uh, worse when it comes to transferring people than not having the right phone number for the individual you're trying to transfer. They're not going to get the message. Therefore, they're not moving. And you talk about efficiencies and, and detriments to your productivity. That's a big one. You're going to lose money doing that just because someone's phone number is inaccurate. And so how ridiculous is that to have two systems that you have to manually maintain? You want that information in that roster to be accurate. One of the things, right? One of the things that you're hitting on right there is when we see, when, when, when you all are seeing these struggles with, uh, this guy or gal didn't have the background check or the site compliance uh, needs to go to a certain job when we can't contact them because the phone number is out of date. Uh, when, you know, we're trying to find out, were they on this job in the past, right? Is this somebody that we could send back to a job or work with a previous customer or, or a client, et cetera, you know, from the past? Those are all those challenges, those problems, those are roster problems. That is, those are indicators that your roster is not accurate. Your roster is not tied together. Your people are not actually logging the information or consolidating it in the roster. Um, okay, so we keep talking about a roster and, and what it is, what it isn't. People are, are, have got to be asking, okay, fine, what does a good roster look like? And here's the best part. Gary and I can't tell you because a roster is all of that information that is important to operations and every operations department has different things that are important to them and everyone's unique. We can tell you it consistently deals with those things like the individual's personal information, name, email, phone number, employee ID number, yada, 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 you know, addresses, etc. All that administrative information is core and critical to bring into the roster. It also deals with things like safety, 
certifications or trainings? Are they up to date? Are the documentations living behind them, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. It deals with things like experiences or skill sets. Uh, this person has done jobs like this in the past, or maybe this person is good at large conduit versus controls. And then it gets into this whole other side of what makes this person unique in other ways too. Uh, a good friend of ours, Chris Martinez, who just is joining our community. I'm super excited. Shout out to uh, Chris down in Texas. Chris is the first one that ever really, for me, identified how truly important this aspect of workforce management is. Chris always talks about, maybe we'll get him on the show one day, but Chris always talks about, we are here to build people. And I can't agree with him more. He views the roster not just as a way of identifying what people have and what they're good at it. He views it as a way of identifying where does do where do his people have opportunity to increase or in, to progress, to grow. And so he says, all right, any apprentice, they will give them the opportunity to work on controls. And so he almost has a negative indicator or a lacking indicator, not in a bad way, but just this is an individual who we still need to provide the opportunity to develop in controls. And that's that's taking rostering. If you're thinking about what's going on in your organization today, when you get into what are the pros as well as the lack or cons or areas of opportunity, let's call them, now you know you're getting into the real meat and potatoes of roster. Your roster is getting built out well when you can identify the pros as well as the uh, the gaps. With that being said, let me elaborate yeah. on that a little yeah. bit. Chris is right in that if you can identify gaps in your training for people, then you have the opportunity to train. And and when you have a consistent method of being able to track this this lack of training or the opportunities that are being presented, you have the opportunity now to develop a sustained training program. And, and I'll probably talk about that in several episodes. Never. That's one of my favorite topics: is the the ability to to have sustainable training is is difficult, but it doesn't need to be. And, and right, and right there, what Gary's talking about too. We should. We are going to talk about sustainability and and consolidation stuff because workforce management is a business practice. And it needs to be a sustainable, standardized, and consolidated business practice. It's why we have all these problems today. So we'll never stop harping on that. But in case this is the uh, the first episode you're tuning into, it, that is at the core. That is at the very foundation of workforce management. That's why we keep bringing it up. That's why these pillars, like roster, forecast, schedule, communications, that's why all these are also symbiotic. They do not have a firm start and stop. But right there... Okay, so today, what do we normally see today with the roster? We see it's fragmented all over the place. Just like Gary mentioned, you've got certs and trainings living in one spreadsheet. You've got a list of people in another one. And you've got the schedulers or the workforce managers are operating in a whole other spreadsheet with a different list of people. Okay, so I have a roster. It's part of my scheduling spreadsheet. And I have an individual's name. And I have him colored for a different job title, perhaps. How deep can I drill down on a spreadsheet to see what this person's Skill sets are address, phone number, uh, a whole litany of information that you really need on this person to effectively manage your labor force. It it's, can be 20, 30, 40 items. Now, what you could do is you could put a comment in the cell or a note in the cell so when you hover over it, all that pops up, give you some more information, but it's not tied to anything. There, there's nothing that's interactive. You can't filter by that. What happens when they leave your company? It's gone. It, it, it's well. It, it's archived. archived. Hopefully, and, hopefully and, you save it in a version of the spreadsheet that you'll never look at again. And then don't don't worry. Yeah. You know, don't mind the fact that when they come back, we probably create a duplicate record. You know, our, our people are not always going well, back you, and trying to. How are you going to find it? Yeah. You know, you're going to save as right. Save as. Save as. Well, I'll, you know, you have 52 per year of saved as. 
You know, now you have to be able to find the spreadsheet that has the information for the individual and then bring it in, and now you don't even know if it's current. So the filtering aspect of the platform when it comes comes to that and the information that resides in the, in the baseball card can all be filtered, and you can discover a person's skill sets or, or their talents in, the, in very short order. And to describe this baseball card concept that Gary and I keep referencing, imagine – Every one of your employees, from temporary workers to foremen and uh, you know operational leaders, imagine every single one of your people has their baseball card with all of their stats, all their strengths, all their potential weaknesses or areas for opportunity, all of their administrative information. It all is living in one place. And I can customize this baseball card. I can make it larger or smaller. These are things that you see in a tool that's made for workforce management like Rivet. But at the same time, these baseball cards are made to... Uh, be filed away if someone should leave the organization or they can be brought back out of that file cabinet when they're active and they're on our roster again. Uh, these baseball cards are a living document. That's what we talk about Chris's mentality of. They are a resume that we are trying to consistently build for our people through their experiences. So through I, their schedules. I archive a person who's left the company and, the, and they're back five years later, right? Now, because they, you know, you know, their whole situation has changed. Their address has changed, most likely, good chance of it. When you reactivate that person into your workforce, the ERP or whatever software you're using, if it's integrated, it's going to bring all that information up to date instantly. Automatically. Automatically reactivating yeah. them. Yeah. Right. And deactivating. That's a powerful tool. That's just, and that's what, actually, I want you to tell, you've got a story I know, I've heard it years ago. Uh, you remember the big, big guy who was on the job, he got let go, but he kept showing up or something like that, and then he ended up turning around being a great work member you know well yeah it, and you guys you guys are focused this is and this is you guys are focused on roster and addressing this this happens more often than people think it's yeah. just to be clear uh, i'm not so sure if it's in rostering more than than notifications communication communications because what happened was uh he was terminated with for cause on a tuesday and we had um queued him up to be transferred to another job on monday but we we always delay the release of the notifications till Friday. No one checked the the release well enough, and on Friday a notification went out to him to report to this job on Monday. And even though he was terminated, he received the message, and uh, I got a notice from the company to uh, show up here on Monday, and so he did. And to my knowledge, he's still at the employer, and he's a model employee after that. So that was a good thing came from out of an, an oversight, but uh, I think that's more communication than rostering. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, but maintaining a tool can help us maintain who is truly on our accountants' radar versus who's also maybe on operations' radar, um, and keeping all of those various areas of the business looking at the same sheet of music, the, reading the same sheet. Of you music. know, one thing that happens in the industry is, particularly with apprentices, is is their their wage rates are changing every six months. You know, as they advance through the programs and, uh, the, the integration with the, with the individuals, when that happens, their job title and their wages automatically increase, mm -hmm. which is important when you're tracking your, your, uh, composite wage rate on any particular project. And your projections get way more accurate too. Yes. Um, on that note, side note, that baseball card we referenced, imagine each of those data fields can also be hidden to certain individuals or locked to certain individuals. Right. So again, for the technical uh, stakeholders that are also watching these things, 
please know that these are all data compliant, secure. There are permissions, everything else. That's part of having, again, that tool fit to the task. Okay, so as we kind of move along here and, and through all this, this is something that's for operations. This roster is for operations. It's, it's where they go to see and know who should be doing what and where, where people can be going, et cetera. I think there's an aspect of operations also speaks its own language. And they have their own idea of what is important information and what is the information they care about versus, say, our accountants. And one of the things that I always want to make note of is you may be saying, we've already got this information. Uh, LMS systems are very common. You've got HR systems. You've got LMS systems. We already talked about how this is for operations. So ask yourself, are those foremen out, out on site? Are those superintendents? Are those project coordinators? Are those you know union or merit? doesn't matter. Are the operational stakeholders and leaders and the project stakeholders, are they constantly looking and logging into those other systems? Probably not. It's not pleasant trying to log into these different systems to look for these different things. It needs to be right there where consolidated, where you're also trying to schedule, forecast, and communicate with these people all at once. And that's why we stress the importance of having these things in one workforce management platform. I think we covered it. Yes. I, I think I that's, that's, I mean, the roster, it's not a hard concept. It, it really is. As we, as we summarize this and as we kind of sign off here, I think it's worth noting. We're not claiming that this is some novel idea. I think rather we're just trying to identify how truly important this piece is to the pie. If you don't have a good, full, detailed, accurate roster, you really are trying to fight with a hand tied behind your back. You really don't have the information you need to maximize each individual in your workforce as well as develop each individual in your workforce. Right. I mean, this is kind of the wheelhouse, the wheelhouse of, of the management system. I, I can go to one spot. I, I can point and click on an individual and expand their information and see all the information that I need to see in one spot without drilling down into a, a ton of different types of of programs to get me the information and you know and i'm trained i'm kept on track at that point i i don't have to jump around and then as soon as i do jump around if i had to i'm going to get interrupted and i'm going to lose my train of thought and i'm i'm not going to be very efficient operating that way this way i want to know this i click i see it i'm i'm staying right in the flow of what i'm doing to assign these people to the to the right projects and I know that the information is accurate. So that's very, very powerful, and that's efficient. And I don't know any other way to really do it much better than that is when you're, you're looking at the information you need to and it's right there at the click of a mouse. Answering the question, who is who, right? Who is who? What makes our people unique? That is overlaying information from various systems and then bringing it together with the individual's current and future availability, the individual's path. All those things come together to truly have proactive scheduling, to truly be able to hit those accurate forecasts, to be able to justify where the communications come from. It all is part of this workforce management category or concept. We're going to be talking more in our next episode about scheduling. That's our next pillar that we're going to address. Uh, we've talked about Rosh. We've talked about forecasting. Tune in next time. You're going to kind of see how this first these first three pillars kind of come together for what we consider the in and outs day to day. Uh, with that, the being right said, person at the right place, the right time, with the right plan. What now this is the right person part. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? This is the part that makes sure that uh, you're able to get the skill sets on the job that you need to be effective. Yep. Again, we really appreciate everybody, everybody tuning in. Um, these sessions have been great for Gary and I, too, of 
these are simple concepts or these are concepts that we hear a lot. But when we look at them in this workforce management light, we are simply hoping to identify that when you really dig into them, there are some core confusions or assumptions that can cause us problems. And when we really dig into them in specifically a workforce management intent or with a workforce management lens, we hope to uncover some ways that you can alleviate some of these workflows. A tool can help bring them all together. And again, it it will, in time, these things add up and it changes the way your organization runs. Everyone that we speak to that has truly identified, addressed, and made that change, made that leap, gone through that evolution, it changes the way their businesses run. And that's what we're hoping to try to slowly identify and offer up uh, to the industry and, and to those people that are tuning in and listening. And again, we really appreciate the time. Uh, so with that, our next episode, we'll jump into scheduling. Uh, I'm Brian. That's Gary. Construction is hard. But it doesn't have to be. I think that's a wrap. about workforce management. Why is it so inconsistent? Construction's hard. <laughs>